0: Okay, so, well, and uh, yeah, on top of that, though, Tom, you've got the market that's just, in you know, a free fall, it lost 1,100 and... Second worst day ever. Yeah. Second worst day ever.
1: But, you know, Dave, things are looking up. I mean, look, look at it this way. We hit rock bottom, ain't nowhere else but up.
0: Oh, I guess you can look at the right side of it, yeah. <laughs> the market goes to zero. You don't in have to worry the, about it anymore. In the
1: meanwhile, the free fall without a parachute is going to scare the hell out of you, but... Uh, Oh.
0: Connor had a, not Connor. Tucker had a, a really good program last night about inflation. We're talking about Venezuela and how inflation is what destroys uh, destroys countries, and that's that's where we're headed. Just just outrageous inflation, and he's pointing out, comparing it to Venezuela, and uh, we're kind of on that track, on that path, and it's uh, it's a little bit frightening. Well,
1: relatively speaking, all of this stuff with the like the shortage of the baby formula and everything, yeah. Um, <clears throat> part of that is because I guess we have uh, a distribution problem. We don't have enough truckers. We don't have enough trucks. We don't have enough baby formula, to, period. Uh, you know, the administration says they're going to be flying formula in from other parts of the world, but. Where are they going to fly that in from? I mean, if they fly that much stuff in from the other parts of the world, then they're going to be in a shortage, and that's not happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know. The baby shortage thing, I think it's because they had to, they shut down a factory that uh, that produced a, a large volume of baby formula. Large, they had a bacteria problem. Four, 44%, yeah. So, so they had a bacteria problem. I'm not so sure that the baby formula situation has much, if anything, to do with the other things that's going on in the country. Uh, they, they were saying they, they're going to get this factory back up and going here in no time.
1: Let's okay, go to, let's go to uh, telephone lines. We got David online. What's up,
0: Dave? Good morning, David.
2: Yeah, hey, morning. You know, I was interested in the stock market issue um, just from the angle. You remember when uh, uh, Putin invaded uh, Ukraine, and then Biden decided to do the economic uh, sanctions against Putin and if i remember right uh... putin lost forty three billion dollars in one day and then the next day i think they lost about two hundred billion so uh... i'm just wondering if the russians are trying to fight back economically you know those uh... those russian oligarchs are uh... they've got a lot of u.s uh... investments the sanctions are working and it's forcing them to sell stuff which could explain what happened with the stock market or they're fighting back but the uh, the kind of bigger picture is I don't really hear any Republicans taking part in the economic sanctions and so they're not helping the Republicans are not helping fight Putin and uh, you know if, if for example you're probably aware that uh, the uh, Ukraine is a very important food production area right
1: yeah oh yeah they, they yeah a whole lot of grain and stuff
2: yeah they can't if they don't get a crop in this year and they've probably only got days to get a crop in uh, if this thing doesn't stop instantly uh, the world is going to be screwed uh, you know, they're talking about the, the wheat crop has died in, uh, in yeah. India because of the heat out there. Uh, America's uh, got a bunch of different areas that have gone through, a, you know, a lot of drought. And uh, world food prices are not only going to be insane, but food production is going to be insane. So the idea that uh, we've got people who are playing games with the food and, uh, and then not helping uh, you know, as this being an election year, if the Republicans don't take part in those sanctions. And, you know, if we can, if we can make uh, Putin lose $300 billion in two days, uh, you would think that there'd be a number of Republicans that would know how to help. But well, they are not helping.
1: Well, here, here's the thing. And when, you, when you're talking about uh, are they pushing back, are they fighting back, and are they trying to undermine other things, I agree with you on all of the above except uh, as far as the economic sanctions and not participating in economic sanctions, the thing is is there's a lot of there are a lot of things that are attached to some of the sanctions that are being proposed that don't have anything to do with there it's pork that's attached to those sanctions. but here's the thing and we're almost out of time and I appreciate your call Dave. but what I'm, what I'm thinking is if we really wanted to sanction, and we really want, and we really wanted to castrate Vladimir Putin. All we got to do is open up our fuel line here, and he's done. And we haven't done that.
0: Yeah. Six forty-five, coming up a little late. We'll, we'll take a quick break and be right back. St. James, when you want the latest in agricultural news, tune into to KFYO. From congressional action in Washington, national conventions and meetings and hearings in West Texas, you'll always know what's going on in the world of ag. You can hear Agriculture Today updates weekdays at 6, 10 a.m. and 12 noon. Plus, get additional market reports during the noon ag report and at 4.50 p.m. Agriculture Today updates weekdays on News Talk 95.1 FM and 790 a.m. KFYO.
2: Lubbock Sound Plains weather forecast. Those temperatures this afternoon close to 103 degrees at our radio studios in Lubbock under a sunny sky. I'm meteorologist Brad Arbetson, Lubbock's official weather station. News talk, KFYO.
0: It is 7 o'clock on the dot. 66 degrees currently in in the Hub City. A record-breaking 103 expected today. Whew, and uh, it's, it's windy, folks. Yes, the wind is still blowing. Sunrise LBK with Dave and Tom will return with the world-changing announcement right after this.
3: From ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. Parents desperate for baby formula, looking for it anywhere they can. What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to sit here and watch our kids suffer? Janessa Mills, who has twins who need the specialty formulas that had been made by Abbott Labs, whose Michigan plant has been shut down since February because of a recall. With anguished parents scrambling to find formula to feed their babies and asking why the government has not done more to help, President Biden is now
2: using the full powers of his office to get more formula on store shelves. But it will take a while.
3: ABC's Terry Moran, the president ordering use of the Defense Production Act to boost manufacturing of formula and ordering Defense Department aircraft to import formula from overseas. The CDC today is expected to recommend COVID booster shots for kids 5 to 11 years old. That means shots could be in arms by tomorrow. ABC News Medical Unit contributor Dr. Alok Patel. It's very important for parents to know that even though this vaccine was given the green light by the FDA, the CDC's committee thoroughly reviews all the safety and efficacy data. They are experts in vaccine guidance, and I sincerely believe that no member of this committee would recommend this vaccine unless they would give it to their own children. Only about 30% of five to 11-year-olds are vaccinated and eligible for the boosters. Wednesday was Wall Street's biggest sell-off in two years, as some major retailers now admit inflation is seriously cutting into their profits. ABC News Chief Business Correspondent, Rebecca Jarvis. The bottom line is this, the American economy is driven by the American consumer and when we're not feeling good the economy isn't looking good American consumers right now we are pinched by these rising prices and cutting back on spending and that's beginning to show up in bellwethers like Target which yesterday reported dismal earnings in the face of rising inflation the leaders of Finland and Sweden at the White House today as they continue their push to join NATO a move Turkey is now resisting you're listening to ABC News
1: Good morning. It's 7:47 sunrise. Obk. Tom Collins and Dave King. Going to be another
0: hot, hot one. Yes. 103. Uh, it'll be a record high. Celebrating 95 years of public service to Texas and eastern New Mexico.
4: News and weather now on News Talk KFYO. Currently 73 and mostly sunny in Lubbock at 8:03. I'm Michael Donovan. More evacuations have been issued for Taylor County due to the Mesquite Heat Fire. The fire has been burning for three days and is only 10% contained. Within the last 24 hours, the fire has burned nearly 5,000 acres of land. The Texas A&M Forest Service responded to four wildfires yesterday that burned over 10,000 acres across the state. 131 counties currently have burn bans. And Senator Ted Cruz addressed Democrats yesterday in a floor speech giving several key reasons for his vote on a bill proposed to help Ukraine and why Ukrainian aid is in America's best interest.
2: The reason we should support our Ukrainian allies who are fighting and killing Russian soldiers is because it protects American national security, it keeps America safer, and it prevents our enemies from getting stronger from threatening the safety and security of Americans, and from driving up the cost, the economic damage to Americans by hundreds of billions or even trillions of dollars. America needs to be strong, strong enough to stand up to Putin, strong enough to stand up to communist China, strong enough to defend the greatest nation in the history of the world.
4: Later, Cruz accused Democrats for the domestic crisis at the border, inflation, and shortages within the United States. At KFYO, we leave local. I'm Michael Donovan. Depend on it.
0: All right, we got David on line one. Hi, hey, David.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, David and Tom? Yeah, I, uh, I'm the guy that, uh, the other, uh, earlier in the show, I called about Ukraine and we better get this war stopped. Right,
1: I get in it. Yeah. yeah, right.
2: Yeah. So I, I don't know if you, you guys are probably old enough to remember the old uh, George Harrison uh, tour to save Bangladesh. Right. I don't know if you uh, ever learned, you know, when um, the problem in Bangladesh was their topsoil was so magnificent that all of the super rich agribiz companies decided to move in on And they drove all the farmers off the the fields and drove them down to the ocean where they knew nothing about raising, you know, ocean food. And there was starvation because agribusiness was getting a higher dollar selling it to Hong Kong and, uh, you know, putting it on the world market rather than selling it to their own people. And so... The same thing at the time, Ukraine uh, was behind the Soviet bloc and could not be sold. But when you think about what, if if the Ukraine is 25 percent of the world's topsoil, and the big money boys decide to move in on it, and they jack prices about as high as they're doing gasoline and and rent, um, you know we're in real trouble. So we got to figure out some way of protecting the topsoil of the world to prevent world starvation by some rich muckety muck.
1: Well, I'll, I'll say this, Dave. Um, you know, you're you kind of forward thinking this, and which is not a bad thing. And you're kind of connecting the dots because all those factors are underlying. And yes, that, and a lot of people sit there and go, topsoil fertilizer. Oh, what are you talking about? They're already talking about uh, uh, a potash shortage. Uh, and, and so, no, I, 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 the struggle is real and the phenomenon you're speaking of is real. It's just connecting the dots and to, to get us in a defensive posture as a country where we're proactive, not defensive. That's, I think that's the whole key to the game, you know?
2: You know, the topsoil, I, I was raised in St. Louis, so we'd watch the Mississippi River going by, and we'd <laughs> see all that topsoil going down to the Gulf of Mexico.
1: Yeah, well, I'll tell America you America
2: has not been protecting its topsoil uh, like it should. Okay, and Before just... these big floods happen, America's going to lose topsoil. And buying potash or buying some fertilizer from someplace else, we got to protect what we've got locally. And the Republicans refused to take part in the infrastructure. And I consider topsoil to be about as infrastructure as you could get. And for the fact that America has had an infrastructure bill that has not gotten passed for squat for the last dozens of years. And, uh, and we finally got parts of one, but we're not going to build it back better. Now, I would think saving the topsoil of America would be a good build back better. And the fact is, is that I heard Ted Cruz double talking the same issue just on the news a few minutes ago. Uh, you know, he's pretending that the saving Ukraine is uh, his idea instead of uh, Biden's uh, doing the economic sanctions. I don't hear uh, Ted Cruz calling for economic sanctions. What's he doing to help? This They got to get in a crop this week, right? in Ukraine. If they don't, the world is dead screwed. Uh, one other angle, if you ever heard get in theological scholars, and they talk about where was the Garden of Eden. And a lot of people say Ethiopia. The others say uh, in between the Tigris and Euphrates. Now, in the last dozen years, we've had wars in both uh, Edens. Now, if they have magnificent topsoil in Ethiopia and in t- between the Tigris and Euphrates, uh, somebody's going out of their way to ruin the uh, agriculture or snap yeah. it up. Yeah. Something's going on.
0: David, we're up against the clock, man. Thanks for yeah. calling and thanks for listening. Whew, we're out of here. He's given me a whole lot to think about there, Tom. Okay, so um, we kind of, Dave kind of precluded the, the big announcement. Okay, it is 8.15 a.m., 69 degrees, currently 103 the high today. Back in a moment to close out the show for a Thursday edition.
1: Good morning, KFYO, Sunrise OBK. It is uh, 8.21. This is one day where I'm, I'm hoping Ron's dead wrong. I'm hoping yeah. it's not going to be 103 degrees. Oh, yeah, today. no kidding. Okay, well, here's 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 one thing that uh, that I wanted to say, uh, because I had um, you know some texters uh, send messages, in. one guy said something to the effect of "You need to get a smart person on there to to tell how to you know what we need to do to to prepare or deal with a recession." Okay, well, I may not be the brightest light bulb on the tree, but let me tell you what you need to do to try and prepare for a recession. If you're not already prepared financially, you're not prepared for a recession. Because if you're, if you're prepared for a recession, you have like a cushion of several months to a couple of years. And well, this is one thing I was really, really proud of my, my daughter when, when her and her husband got married they went ahead and they laid out some financial things, and uh, not to air all of her laundry or anything. But the thing is, is they made the decision not to live beyond their means, even though they qualified for you know a house that cost four or five times what they what they bought. You know they went in and they're they're living on a budget and they're putting their money away. And you know my daughter when you know she's got a you know, investment portfolio and, and, you know, they've got a cushion where they can go without income for, you know, months and months and months and months on end. That's how you prepare for this. And the whole thing is if you're not already prepared, all you can say is white knuckle right, hang on tight, keep your head down, don't live beyond your means and be prepared to suck it up because when time gets hard, you know, you got, you, you. you got, you
0: got to just live a little more frugally. Let me tell you the, um, we says, uh, uh, well, let's see, Bill Gates, population controlist, has a huge holding in farmland. So uh, Bill probably knows something that we don't. I don't know. Just a thought. And we got to run, man. That wraps it up for a Thursday edition of uh, Dave and Tom Sunrise LBK. Matt and Chad are, are next. Go out there and have yourself a wonderful day, everyone. And not to worry, we will be back in the morning and do it all over again.